0: you're listening to the dc comics chronicles where we cover every adventure from the streets of gotham to the skies of metropolis and into the depths of atlantis with your host adam and the emerald enthusiast
1: welcome to another episode of the dc comics chronicles as always i'm your host adam and with me is my co-host the emerald enthusiast himself donnie donnie how's it
0: What's up, comic book fans? It's the man whose ring runs on Fanboy Energy. It is the Emerald Enthusiast, and we're here to take you back to the most chaotic town, the chaotic small town in the universe.
1: Yeah, and that small town being Smallville. That's right. Uh, specifically for uh, more episode reviews of Superman and Lois, not a retrospective of Smallville, though I'm not opposed to doing something like that. Uh, it's just I had to make the distinction because... Smallville took place for at least, you know, five or six seasons, all in Smallville, and now Superman and Lois is taking place in Smallville. So a distinction needs to be made. Um, But
0: it doesn't seem to matter where, you know, what the series is or what the, you know, the comic series or the TV series or movies or whatever, wherever Cal goes, drama follows.
1: (laughs) Yeah, crazy, crazy stuff. Yeah, crazy stuff happens. But he's equipped to deal with it, uh, you know, given all his 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 abilities. So uh, he has uh, abilities. What is it? Far beyond those of mortal men. Is that how the?
0: Far beyond those of mortal uh, men.
1: Oh, those classic! That classic version of the saying goes. Yeah, uh, but um, quick! I actually
0: quick... have the flasher cartoons too.
1: Those are great. We should we should look into doing those. At we
0: should, yeah. Those old flasher cartoons. Uh, those are
1: awesome. and uh, and the. Um, do you remember the one I want to say it's the 80s the rubies spears the ones that use the John Williams Superman theme at the beginning in the intro
0: oh yes yes
1: those could be something too we yeah could, yeah we could go through uh oh all the, all the Superman animation. how about that sure. except for the, except for the Maybe not crypto the superdog, but but everything else. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) and again, nothing against crypto is just that wasn't good for me Um, quickly before we talk about the the, the next batch of episodes. um, There is. Some movement. I I don't know if that's even the right word. There's progress in regards to another Superman. Movie it would seem. Mm -hmm. Um, Because. Uh, re- uh, two things happened recently that are of note um a couple of days before this recording uh about a week ago let's say let's call it a week uh, noted um entertainment um uh, journalist um, you know like a uh he used to he used to work for the big trades now he's got his own thing going mm-hmm. uh but J- uh, jeff snyder uh, he's a very uh you know, respected uh, person in the in the Hollywood uh, entertainment industry. Uh, so his scoops are, are are quite reliable. It's not like uh, uh, we got discovered or geekosity that are full of crap. That, you know, they, they dwarf my my toilet on a bad day in terms of the yeah. amount of crap they publish. But no, Jeff Snyder is very reliable. But um,
0: you mean the kind of, the kind of uh, websites that reported like how Jordan got killed by Red Lanterns in issue number one of Green Lantern? Yeah, yeah that
1: kind of that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, and um, sorry, it so only he, took
0: me what what today? Uh, five minutes to mention Greenlander Anyway, see, hold
1: on a second. Three minutes and forty seconds. You're way you're you're <laughs> way ahead of your time. Um, and that's all considering we're going to record a Greenlander podcast right after this. But I <laughs> um, um, the um, a- anyway, he tweeted. He said that he's heard that Tanahisi Coates who is Curtin, who is the writer of the 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 Superman uh, Project in development that is being mm-hmm. produced by JJ. Abrams. He is very
0: talented writer.
1: indeed yep. He is scheduled to turn in his script soon. There were no updates provided beyond turning in the script soon. So I don't know what soon means, but soon. So there's that. And then, which is which is cool, which is good. That's good. It means the project is still going. An update on the project is always good because it means, are still in motion
0: yeah any kind of progress is always a positive
1: a couple days later variety published an article saying that because warner brothers was recently purchased by warner media was purchased by discovery and variety is reporting that that Warner that Discovery or Warner Warner Brothers Discovery, the new entity is considering right. a somewhat of an overhaul mm-hmm. of DC entertainment. Now what they, a couple of things they specify, and I think this is important is they specify that they are looking for a, a producer, uh, who is. Uh, well-equipped at handling a uh, big uh, franchises, big IPS to be like a czar of the business and sort of m- manage DC entertainment so that all its divisions are more cohesive and there's a brand, um, a more cohesive brand association. Okay. It doesn't say, Now the article equated, you know, Kevin Feige tip because Kevin Feige kind of oversees the comics too. Like the the editor of the, of Marvel Comics, you know, reports to Feige. Like he, you know, checks right. in with Feige. Yeah. So the article didn't say whoever Warner Brothers hires is going to come in and take Walter Hamada's job. Quite the opposite. It said that Discovery, Warner Brothers Discovery, believes that Walter Hamada, since his time in 2018, has done a good job in. Keeping the budgets low, increasing uh, critical reception of these these films and, and series, and you know uh, making profits. And they they know that uh, he he has a contract uh, to the end of twenty twenty three, but he could be influential beyond that in whatever David Zaslav, who is the new head honcho at Warner Brothers Discovery, has planned for DC Entertainment. So this is more of DC Entertainment as a whole and more of a business, you know, executive to kind of micromanage and make sure everything is, you know, kind of. Clear. So like, let's say what I assume from this article is that so you know how DC has movies like Joker that are mm-hmm. separate from the shared universe and then you have something like flash that is, you know, connected with everything. So whoever this guy is going to come in is is going to be like the brand messaging is okay. When we put, let's say, if we let's say they do a a scarecrow origin movie and it's it's a like the Joker, okay? So it's separate from everything. When you when we see promotion for or information from that hypothetical film, the branding is going to be this is an else world that's not connected to anything else yeah so fans are gonna know okay what is like what is this because you know for example we're gonna have two batman running around you know pattinson and keaton and the general audience may be confused i i I think people are overstating the confusion that the audience is going to feel personally i don't think the audience is idiots if the movie i I think
0: we've seen enough enough characters that have multiple versions. Now the audience is not going to be confused. But
1: that's what this person is going to come in and do sort of make sure the messaging is clear what it is exactly you're seeing. Okay. And so that everything kind of, you know, ties up, you know, cohesively, at least from a a messaging perspective, because right now, up until now, we've had, you know, when she was still employed with the company and sorry would say something, it would contradict what Walter Hamada was saying. It would come that would contradict what 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 uh, toby emmerich was saying and three people are saying different things about the dc universe and fans are like what huh who what who's in charge what's going on so i think it's more about the messaging than some guys can come in there and and reshape the entire thing and cancel projects and green light and other things i don't think it's that i think it's more of a messaging at least from the article that i read or reading the article, that's the the takeaway I get. But people have thought, people read a Kevin Feige type, and they some. oh, so DC is going to be exactly like Marvel Studios now. Uh, No, that's not what they mean. Um, So there's that. The other part of the article was that, and this is key to Superman, is that Warner Brothers Discovery feel that Superman is an important IP, And they feel that up until now, he's been left kind of languishing. And they want to change that.
0: Well, well, it's been nine years since since his solo movie.
1: Now, I will say, though, there is sentiment that I see at least once a week from not just one segment of fandom, Superman fandom. In general, not everybody, but there's this, you know, a certain not. And again, this is not me criticizing the Snyder, cultists. For once, this is a general Superman perspective, from from fans, different variations of fans of Superman that have this theory that. Well, Warner Brothers hate Superman, and they've, you know, they make it seem like they've done nothing with him. So I just want to, I just want to quickly dispel. Uh, personally, my opinion. I think that narrative if you're running around saying WB hates Superman and they've done nothing with him. I think you're full of crap. Because let's just count following Superman 4, which was 1987. Since then, the character has had uh, Superman returns, Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman, that, uh, Justice League theatrical and Zack Snyder's Justice League. That's five film appearances. Okay. Then there's also Superboy, the TV series, Smallville, Lois and Clark, Superman and Lois. So that's four TV series, correct? Right. Not and that. Supergirl. Five, because she's part of that world, mm-hmm. sure. Right. So five. And then Superman the animated series, Justice League. Um,
0: Justice League action.
1: Justice League action, Legion of Superheroes, Crypto the Superdog. Uh, that's the ones I can remember. That's five animated series. So this notion that, oh, Warner Brothers hates, hates Superman, And they don't know what they're doing with them. I think it's BS. Now, if you're a film snob and the only Superman you partake in is is film, that's your problem.
0: Yeah.
1: Sorry, because Warner Brothers has many facets in 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 the media sphere, and of all those things I mentioned, Superman has been in a lot of them. Mm -hmm. So you can't say they hate Superman and they don't know what to do with him they've done nothing with him. I, I think that's BS. Let,
0: let me just say quickly, I would have liked a couple more Superman solo films too. Of but course. We don't, we don't know why these things happen. I think a lot of fans want to act like they know exactly what happened behind the scenes. There could be a numer, numerous contributing factors.
1: And, and let's also remember that, you know, unless you're Sony, that the only superhero IP they have is Spider-Man, and mm-hmm. they need to crank out, 45 uh, Spider-Man adjacent, you know, characters like, and, and look, I I have not seen Morbius. So I'm not going to comment on the quality, but judging by the numbers, the audience did not react to that positively. I knew that was going to happen because I'm sorry. Morbius is not Venom. You know, Venom has a fan base Hmm. almost equal to Spider-Man, I would say.
0: Oh yeah. Venom has, has a huge fan base.
1: Morbius does not. I, I feel that they're gonna run into the same problem with Craven, the Craven film. They're gonna run into the same problem with Madam Webb. Now they'll probably cast a bunch of my multiverse wives so I'll go see it. But <laughs> well, so I like Morbius, audience,
0: I, I'm uh, going to see Morbius,
1: so. I'll check it out when it comes to, uh, you know, uh, what's it called, the real D, but yeah. But what my point is, Sony has to crank up 45 Spider-Man and Jason movies because that's the only character they have yeah the D- DC has the entirety of of their pantheon Warner Bros has the entirety of the DC pantheon and on top of that Warner Brothers is not a, a, a superhero only studio they make other films so yeah this notion that well every other year they should crank out a Superman movie I love that but is that realistic no so this notion of, I just want to dispel this, oh, well, Warner Brothers hate Superman and they've, they've done nothing with him and they don't know what to do with him. I call that BS personally. And that's just my rant because I, yeah, I've, I've seen it. Literally, I see a tweet about it once a week. Mm-hmm. And it's, I think it's ridiculous. And again, this is not just a sentiment from the Snyder cultists. It's from a, a variety of Superman fans. So I, I think it's BS. And what I like more Superman always is that is what some people want feasible. Not really, but there is I'm going to
0: let me agree with your premise. I think there's been plenty of Superman content. There could have been more in certain directions. Mm -hmm. Sure. And maybe that's what they're, you know, bringing in this individual for is to make sure that they exploit certain avenues that have been left to, you know, that have not been explored at this point.
1: And look, Superman will return on the big screen. We know that we're, we've just been told that, you know, that's a priority. There is a script in place. It may not, it may be with a returning actor. It may be with a brand new actor, but that's it regardless, we're going to get more Superman and all we can do this time around for the the, the benefit of the friend for the the character and the IP, because I think that's what they've struggled with up, you know, with their last few new attempts, including Superman returns, not just the Snyder stuff is all we can hope for is a four quadrant film that pleases everybody. Mm-hmm. That's what the character needs, in my opinion. That's what it's lacked the last few audiences. And that's a, the end of my rant. There you go. A Superman that is successful is, of course, Superman and Lois. Mm-hmm. Recently renewed, as we I think we discussed, for, or maybe we didn't discu- renewed for a third season. Yes. And we are playing catch up with our reviews. So Donnie, where did we leave off and what's happened?
0: Okay, let me pull my stuff up here and we have episode five girls. You'll be a woman
1: soon. Good advice. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I, you know, don't know if I could give it myself, <laughs> but yeah, well, you
1: have two daughters, you have two daughters, right?
0: Right. Yeah, eventually yeah, eventually they get there and you're like, Oh you can my god. You can tell
1: them that. You can't relate to their experience, but you can right. Yeah, you know.
0: One minute they're kids and the next minute they're adults. It's it's you know Yeah, it's not
1: like you off. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's it's amazing. One so, minute it's
1: like, Daddy, can I have lunch? And then the next minute, Daddy, go go you know where. Um, <laughs>
0: exactly. We can't say it or be, it wouldn't be a PG thirteen podcast. Right. Yeah. yeah. So All right, so, girl, you'll be a woman soon. Again, this is the 20th episode, the fifth of this season. So, Lois is still wondering about the nature of the cult and wondering if they're connected to this mystery figure. She learns that Faulkner is a member and visits her only to find that the figure has killed her brutally, by the way. Yeah. And is now tracking Allie. That was pretty shocking. That image, I don't know if I've seen a more brutal death—at least on the like the Arrowverse CW film.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that.
0: That was wow. It, and, it
1: certainly makes Bizarro very formidable, hmm. very intimidating.
0: Yeah. Well, and and we'll get we'll talk about that a little bit more. But I mean, this is the Bizarro that has been seen out of print is not the bizarro we're we're used to that we're seeing here the one that we're used to seeing is you know kind of the you As know buffoon yeah. yeah the the kind of buffoonish bizarro who's yeah. powerful but not particularly smart or lethal this yeah. seems to be a different version so chrissy visits Allie who forces a pendant onto her allowing her to meet a bizarro version of herself in another world
1: Yeah, and we don't see that, but she relays that Mm -hmm. experience.
0: So Superman defends Allie from this mystery again. At at this point, you know we don't know the, the the figure's name at this point. This mystery being who identifies his other self, Superman is able to defeat him and brings him to Lara. Meanwhile, we see that Sam lets Jonathan come along to see Jordan's training, but Jonathan takes. He takes a substance and begins to act aggressively. So that's another thing that we're seeing play out now is the whole drug use storyline.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I will say that fight was pretty cool between Superman and, and Bizarro.
0: I, you know, I'm amazed, continually amazed, Yeah. at what the Arrowverse does on their budget.
1: Yeah, especially this show, particularly because there's more visual effects involved, like we, we, not just as a whole, but even with the one character, the main character, like and to consistently look that good. And I know they have a little bit more than than every other Arrowverse show, but it's not much like they're they're working on, I think, I read somewhere, I think it was like six million an episode, mm-hmm. and like this looks movie quality to me.
0: Yeah, and I was going to say compare that to a two hundred and fifty million dollar movie. Yeah. yeah, you know the the difference is 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 razor thin. They are yeah. doing just an outstanding job.
1: Yeah, and I did like that we saw Lara. And like he brings her to Lara, which I think is cool because. In so many Superman adaptations, you know the character that Warner Brothers is doing nothing with apparently. Uh, we've all we've the focus is largely on, in terms of his Kryptonian parentage, the focus is largely on his father Jor-El. So I like that they brought in holographic Lara, and they're they're giving her some time to shine in this iteration.
0: So now the scene pivots to Sarah's quinceanera and Kyle learns from Tanya, the bartender with whom he was once having an affair, Mm. that her her girlfriend threatened to leak the affair to Dean. Sarah is actually in close proximity and she she overhears this and tells Lana in front of Kyle. Mm. So Chrissy tells Lois that Allie's other self has been taken to this other world and jonathan is starting to display powers because of the drug that he's taking Mm -hmm. and he passes them off as as like his own manifesting powers to jordan at this point he's not letting jordan know what he's doing
1: right
0: now at tal rose fortress clark's other self tells him that Allie will destroy everything he loves unless he kills her so there is a lot of storylines going on this is not a show that moves at a slow pace
1: yeah no there's a lot there's a lot happening um the i i'd like to say i was i was kind of shocked that they went that route with kyle because they finally built him up to be you know a stand up guy, and you know, as a as an audience member, you you start liking him, and then they do this, and you kind of but but in future episodes, as we'll see, I think they've they've handled it well to the point you know of they don't make you hate Kyle. like you kind of understand, hey, this guy makes mistakes. he's trying to be better, and, yes,
0: well, you and know so, you look at that as you know, he's a flawed character, yeah. And you know, perfect characters aren't interesting. It's it's you know the mistakes they make and the, yeah. their growth. That's what's what's interesting.
1: Yeah. yeah. And um, like, just to see how learning about you know, I guess we can call it the bizarro world now officially, and how much sway Ali has there and how powerful she is, is 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 quite interesting. Because think if you think about it, like physically, she's no threat. But she's a threat in other ways because of all the power she has just, just by knowing what she's done in the bizarro world, right? So mm-hmm. uh, that is an interesting dynamic. It's like when you give somebody without powers and make them a threat to Superman, that's really impressive. because, And again, it's, it's different from Lex because Lex can always put on a power suit, right? Mm-hmm. To, to my knowledge Ali doesn't have that at her disposal so you know what what it, it it'd be interesting to see more and we're going to in future episodes on the other side you know the bizarre world to see why everybody's so like what makes her over there so intimidating that you know, you know that she's now a threat on on multiple you know on both worlds mhm
0: that's I mean, a good
1: point. So, I'd like to see that uh, shown in future episodes, but I, I like how threatening, because when they first in, in kind of introduced her as the, as as a big villain, I thought, well, you know, this is clearly going to be just a Lois plot line, and Superman won't really get involved. It's going to be more about her sister. Mm-hmm. But clearly, this affects Superman as well on, on on a larger scale. And I like how the writers have weaved that in. It, it initially started as a Lois subplot, are quickly you know intersected mm-hmm. with superman's story
0: that's what's been attractive to this show uh, about this show to me is yeah. that this they didn't go the usual route that we see live action superman product projects go like yeah. immediately to zod or immediately to lex yeah. or even immediately to doomsday we're seeing unfamiliar characters and we're seeing them handled in new and unique ways yeah yeah so, yeah, that's that's why I like this show so much. I, I, this is a very fresh take on Superman.
1: Such but, a good show. Yeah.
0: So, episode
1: number six. Oh, are, six. We gonna, are we going to read it or?
0: You, well, how do you want You know, it's your show. You're the host. Um, I'm just a star.
1: <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, <laughs> uh, you're, 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 you're angling. <laughs> You're angling for a Vince McMahon type of conversation. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, you know since they're since they're each separate episodes, let, let's rate them separately. So what would you give this episode?
0: Out of five, I'd say a four.
1: Nine. Um, okay. yeah, yeah, I'll give it a I, I'll give it a four as well. Solid four. Nothing really wrong with it. just you, know, you progressed the plot a little bit further we We, we got a lot of info on. On uh, well, not a lot, but more info on Ali. Mm-hmm. We got some badass action with Superman versus Bizarro, and uh, Jonathan's getting into some trouble. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So I, you know, I will say I again. I like that too. I like that when they do have the high school stuff, it's not just relationships and yes, you know I'm 100%. struggling with my schoolwork. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not the usual fallback stuff. hundred uh, so. yeah, percent. Okay, so episode six, Tried and True. So we see that Anderson is berated by General Hardcastle for his deteriorating partnership with Superman. Kyle tries to apologize to Lana, but she turns him away. Lana learns from Tanya that Kyle broke off the relationship two years earlier, shortly after Sarah's accident. So again, it's like what you're talking about. We're seeing that he's made some, he's made some progression since then in owning this mistake, yeah. but it's just now coming to light, and that's why it's such a hardship all of a sudden with the family because they didn't know about it. So yeah, they're trying to but, deal with that now. But you got to
1: give him props for look, he put his family above his his, uh, you know, urges, uh, if you will. Uh and, and again I think I, I I am of the just like what we've seen of Kyle, you know, over the first season and a bit here. I I venture to say that you know 99% of the problem and his infidelity starts from his drinking, his drinking abuse, right? So um but he had the wherewithal to say look My family is going through some stuff, you know, the the Sarah issues, and he broke it off because his family was more important. So there is like, if you saw this cheating storyline and and started to kind of resent Kyle as a a viewer, as a fan, this revelation kind of pulls you back and say, well, you know, he did put his family first by ending the relationship when, when, he needed to be in that mode and you know really come through for his for his daughter so yeah
0: well like i said there you know the the recovery from the situation is running on two different tracks because yeah. obviously he was trying to fill some void in his life both with the adultery storyline and with yeah. the drinking yeah. now he started to make his own recovery on this but now they have to recover as a family
1: yeah absolutely since
0: that's come to light in such and uh, just like you know, an impromptu way. That's why we're seeing the drama at this point. Yeah. So later on in the episode, Jordan catches Jonathan with an inhaler. This is what he's using to take the drug, yeah. but he tries to say that it belongs to Candace. So Sam brings Lucy to
1: talk to Lois. So blame your girlfriend, but don't turn her in. I don't. They, <laughs> right.
0: Exactly. A lot of questionable decisions made there. So. He forbids them from discussing Allie. And they try to once again restore their bond as sisters. At a football game that night, Jonathan is put into Timmy's position. And Jordan overhears that it's because Timmy was caught with the same type of inhaler that Jonathan is using with the drug. So Jordan realizes that Jonathan has been using X-Kryptonite and confronts him. Lucy argues with Lois over Allie, and she leaves the game. Lana tells Kyle that they or you know, do you have any thoughts here before I move on to this last little bit?
1: Uh, well, I just did that. It was kind of nice for a second seeing the two sisters get along.
0: You know, it doesn't to seem to be permanent, though.
1: And, the whole thing like that. <laughs> and then it just devolves back into the same argument. I, um, what I will point out, and I don't know if I pointed this out, as of yeah, on the show. But Jenna diwan who plays Lucy, on the <laughs> list. You know it coming, down Come
0: on. I, I was going to say, you know,
1: our podcast I don't know knows already that Busy topic is on the list, so I don't have to do it. You know that. I've said that.
0: Our, our, all of our podcasts go two ways.
1: You and mentioned Green Lantern.
0: Yeah. <laughs> How long what can I, mean, I hold out mentioning Green Lantern and how long can you m- hold out mentioning the Multiverse Wives list?
1: <laughs> exactly. And I, I win because I win 31 minutes and 35 seconds. So. <laughs> That's right. What do, what, what do I get, folks? What's, what's, what's my prize?
0: Uh, first round playoff win for the Leafs.
1: All right, let's I'll take that if that happens, please.
0: <laughs> so Lana tells Kyle that he has to move out, that things may be... You know, irreparably, irreparably damaged, and Anderson goes and arrests Superman for treason, for withholding information. And at this point, Superman is put in with the uh, the Red Sunlight Prison with Talro, and that's how this episode ends.
1: Yeah, some brother, some brotherly bonding. That's gonna mm-hmm. uh, that'll be fun. Um, I mean. I, I'm still kind of like unsure of—is that really treason?
0: No, mm. I think he was just looking for an excuse.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. It's like I'm, eh, I don't think that's actually an offense.
0: No, no, uh, I think yeah.
1: But I, it's not something that anybody could challenge because it's like everything they're doing is kind of, sort of on the down low, nefarious kind of dealings. So it's like, who's gonna, who's Play. gonna be like, let's let's bring this up in court?
0: Uh, and that's why Anderson was was so uh, clandestine with the way that he handled things. You know, he just yeah, kind of, yeah, you know, he just kind of took Superman prisoner and put him yeah, in yeah. with Tal Ro.
1: And you we know, there wasn't see, any kind
0: of big like trial or anything and like we that. We don't need to see
1: Superman in court again because the last time we saw Superman in a the courtroom, there was a jar of pee involved, and <laughs> I'd rather not go there again.
0: Uh, Randy's peach tea. No, to this no. day, I cannot look at peach tea and not think you know, about that is.
1: <laughs> One of the stupidest things in that movie in a Batman Superman movie, Lex Luthor has a, apparently has a pee fetish. That's great. Anyway, <laughs> carry on.
0: Well, that's the end of the episode. So we yeah. should rate the episode. Um,
1: I, another four, um, solid episode. Um, I really liked the, 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 the Lois and Lucy stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sort of Jordan confronting Jonathan about the, the inhaler and the drug. And again, it shows that, that, you know, these brothers often argue that, as brothers do, you know, John, there is a, a little bit of, you know, on some level, there's gotta be some je- jealousy on Jonathan's part that, Hey, look at my brother's got the powers, uh, and mm-hmm. you know, he became a, a football star ahead. Like he, he basically superseding my place in football, right? So there's got to be jealousy. So you can understand why Jonathan would would resort to this. Although, to me, it seems like he's more doing, hey, listen, uh, well, the protecting the girlfriend has nothing to do with his brother. That's just, just say, hey, he thinks she's hot, and he wants to have more kissy time with her. And the only way to do that is to keep quiet about about <laughs> her being the dealer. So you know, look, I get it. If one of my multiverse wives was hurting uh, drugs, I don't think I would, uh, I would condone that. I would, uh, would step in. And, uh, but you know, that's my multiverse. My other multiverse solves problem. Let not him. Deal with it. I ain't gonna. <laughs> right. uh, if he goes to jail, I'll just take his place. Hello. Um, but um, <laughs> no, yeah. So I mean, his position is understandable. Mm-hmm. I think, like, why he's doing, why he resorted to taking the, uh, the the, the, the kryptonite drug
0: yeah the the you know obviously you the know motivation. Most, yeah right most people are going to look at that and say hey yeah it's still stupid to use drugs especially Absolutely. something as yeah, powerful yeah. as xk Absolutely. Yeah. but you understand from a mov- motivational standpoint from the way the writers are setting this up why it's, and why especially it's happening because
1: it's half Kryptonian, so you don't know how that's going to affect them right yes exactly so it's like uh so, should you really be doing that with that substance
0: i'm going to say 4.5 for that episode because of the twist at the end i did not see that coming
1: Oh, with the BIA. Okay. Fair enough. Mm Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. Okay. So episode seven, anti-hero. Jonathan is caught with Candace's ex-kryptonite and Lois finds out. Oh, boy. Mm Mm-hmm. Lana says that she should listen to Jonathan regardless of his explanation. Sarah vents to Aubrey and she advises her to go talk to Kyle. Meanwhile, Superman wakes up in prison and realize, again, he's under red sunlight. He can't just break out and begs Anderson to go investigate Allie. So what are your thoughts on the first part of this episode?
1: Mike? Um, What I will say about, you know, Sarah venting to the girl that she kissed. Mm-hmm. I like how they handled that because it was never a case of, all right, I'm, you know, I'm struggling. My life is crap right now. Let's get back into an ill-conceived, you know, entanglement. To use, uh, to coin a phrase from J.D. Pickett-Smith, please, Will Smith, don't slam me. Uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, uh, I know I'm a, a couple weeks late on that, but he, that was my chance to work it in. Um, but um,
0: at some point you've got to go up to somebody and say, keep my, my, ver- my multiverse wives' names oh, yeah, no, no. out of your told, mouth.
1: No, no, I already told Nico and, and uh, Nick Caruso and Nick Zednik, if they ever speak about one of my multiverse wives, I may have to pull a Will Smith on them, so <laughs> they've been put on notice. But, um, um.
0: Well, that's how I feel when somebody uh, smack talks the Venom movie, I'm like. That's
1: right, you just uh, <laughs> If you do do that videotape, but I wouldn't watch it. That's funny. <laughs> um, but no. Um, I like that they didn't devolve and go, you know, start an affair or, or whatever. You know, she didn't go back into her, uh, to her and that whole thing because that's te- typical of a CW drama. That's what they normally would do. Mm-hmm. But this show continue continues to buck that trend and, and right and not revert to those things. So I like. Well, that. they
0: haven't they haven't like really written that <laughs> as something that was. It was more curiosity on her part. It wasn't something that oh she's going yeah. down this like drastic new you know, road of self-identity.
1: I, so I, had, I think it's I been handled I, properly. I had that um, I had, for a couple of weeks, you know, after she said that she kissed uh, a girl and she liked it, I had that, that <laughs> song by <laughs> Katy Perry in my head. So it, it worked. Um, the other thing with that you mentioned about Superman sort of trying to plead with Anderson to go investigate Ali. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Man, the writers are doing a great job of making uh, Anderson a real jerk like he like oh yes I sympathize with Kyle I can't stand Anderson mm-hmm.
0: so well that leads into what I have to say next we see that Anderson starts to torture Tal Rowe to coerce Superman into giving him information yeah so Superman and Tal Roe they fake a fight in order to break out of the prison that was cool yeah that uh, really was uh, cool like yeah so they flee to Talro's fortress, where Superman, his other self, states that he and Talro were inseparable until his Talro's wife tried to kill him. Oh, so we're getting backstory yes. on that now.
1: Man, that's a that's a mean sister-in-law. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And who is this sister-in-law? That's what I want to know.
0: Well, we're we're getting a lot of answers now, especially is she at one at of my the...
1: multiverse wives. I'm I'm curious.
0: Well, I I would caution you to be careful if that if if that is a a bizarro
1: world where I have multiple wives too, because how many wives is that? uh,
0: (laughs) Oh, uh, see, there you go. Now you're talking about you know the bizarro worlds and the the you know the the negative worlds like the guardian worlds, that kind of stuff. Yeah. What a headache. (laughs) Exactly. We're gonna we're gonna have to do a series of episodes just to keep them all straight.
1: If there's a crisis, I'm in trouble. (laughs) Right.
0: Wouldn't it be awful if it if it ends up just being you and all of the multiverse wives, just one version of you, like trying to deal with all of them?
1: Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go into hiding. Exactly. Well, I mean, wait a minute. Depending on what we're talking about, if it's if it's them arguing, then I'm all. But if yep. it's you know, if it's moving into the Playboy Mansion, I'm all for it. Let's go. It's <laughs> all uh, you know, so depends on the scenario, really. <laughs>
0: Okay, so let's let's
1: let's like get back.
0: <laughs> so Anderson steals some ex kryptonite and Project Seven Seven Three Four weapons and locates Talro's fortress. Right, he's able to injure Calro and seemingly um, Superman's duplicate. So Superman brings Tal Ro near the sun, allowing him to recuperate before he takes him back to prison. I thought that was a very good, that was a very I, I really, Superman-like really like move.
1: The, yeah, I definitely like the fact that, look, there's animosity still there. Like, mm-hmm. the, the, you know, they, they, they certainly don't agree with each other's methods. Right. But there is a respect, and I think on both sides there is – Somewhere deep down, I love there more on you can see it more on Superman inside, but I think it also comes through for Taro as well.
0: Well, and Superman's not going to let anyone die if he doesn't have to, I mean, that's just his personality,
1: yeah. right? Yeah, so
0: Clark returns home,
1: Sarah well, finds of dying. Go ahead, bizarro, seemingly. Yes, uh, seemingly. I was shocked by that. I didn't expect him to kill Bizarro. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: well, and, and I wonder if that's really the case. If we're going to see, oh,
1: you think he so, might be? Yeah,
0: I, yeah, I, I don't know. With with when it comes to comic book properties, you never know.
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah, so so Clark returns home. Sarah locates Kyle, and Dean tries to use Kyle's affair to his advantage, but Lana is able to convince his supporters to ignore it. <laughs> So now there's a warrant out for Anderson's arrest. He visits Ali with the inverse pendant from that other world. So again, a lot of stuff going on here, a lot of very like complicated storylines. And again, that's why I like this, is that this show moves at a quick pace, a lot of good, interesting stuff happening and uh yeah i've just i've had a blast with this so far
1: I, I gotta say i you know i when it all started to shake out i didn't know if i was gonna like the subplot about lana running for mayor mm-hmm. but it really makes me like her character even more because when she goes into the i was at the coffee shop and they, you know, they, it tells the the supporters of, of um dean whatever the hell right. is there yeah that you know don't trust him look like if he's willing to use my family, trauma, or struggles against me, me, a citizen of Smallville, how can you believe he's going to have your best interests at heart? And so I like that. Like, you show, like, like, look, Lana's having her moments where she's struggling with, you know, had her her big moments, you know, the cry fest when she's, you know, her and Kyle, she found out about Kyle, they split up and she had her moment, but the way she's rebounded and, you know, carried herself as a as strong, independent, being able to be a mother and a politician at the same time. I really like the strength of character of this iteration of Lana, which is vastly different than the majority of Smallville, the shows Lana. who I liked for a season or two, and then she became a whiny complainer and a hypocrite. So, mm-hmm. uh, kudos to, um, Emmanuel, she, uh, and, and the writers and, and, the portrayal of Lana, and in case I haven't mentioned it, Donnie, <laughs> Emmanuel Schirky, who plays Lana Lang on this, is, is on the list. So I
0: also like the way she rebounded. I'll say that mm-hmm. I like the way she rebounded. I like the way she blocked shots, and I like the way she hits the outlet pass. So
1: yeah, and <laughs> I, I really like just I really like the fight uh with anderson and and uh power uh, bizarro that was great mm-hmm. so yeah this episode for me gets a five
0: yeah I, again i'm gonna give it another four and a half i've liked uh there hasn't been a bad episode this season yet there yeah. hasn't been a bad episode of the series yet
1: so yeah, absolutely yeah, as I long as they fun. can
0: keep the magic going more power yeah. to them
1: yeah yeah
0: well, agreed so- so that brings us to the end of this episode.
1: I, yeah, we do have a few more episodes we still have to cover, right? But we'll do that uh, to be fully caught up, correct? Am I am I correct? Yes. On yes. Okay. Yeah. So we'll do those, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do those another time because I'm pretty sure. It's on a break right now. It comes back mm-hmm. uh, the 26th of April, but I'm pretty sure considering that it ends in June, there's probably going to be another break in between. Uh, is my guess uh but we'll we'll reconvene in another few weeks and do another batch of three mm-hmm. and uh and uh and we'll continue to keep you uh up to date with our thoughts on superman loss season two but uh we hope you're enjoying the season mm-hmm. uh if you haven't for whatever reason watched the show yet because you think well it's a cw show and i don't like the cw and blah 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 look if you're sitting online and you're complaining about Superman content and, and, and not watching this show and you haven't given this show a chance because it's on CW, I implore you to give this show a chance because mm-hmm. I think it's great. And, um, uh, so that's my recommendation. So if you do give it a chance or if you love the show already, and you want to talk about the show with us on social media, you can, Donnie, where did they uh, track you down?
0: You can find me on Twitter as the Emerald Enthusiast. Let's talk comics. Let's talk collectibles. Let's talk Superman and Lois. Let's talk Green Lantern.
1: You can find me at Adam underscore LeastFan on Twitter. Uh, You can also um, track us down on Facebook. There is a link to the group in the description below here somewhere. Uh, Click the link. I'll add you and we can continue the conversation there. But until next time. Remember that Superman and Ross is forever. From the first time he battles Bizarro to the last. So long, everybody.
0: So long, everyone.